Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, a show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And here I am, Jill Harris, your friendly little nurse about kidney stone prevention. You know, obviously I haven't gotten my intro down. I just, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. No, maybe one of the listeners can say, maybe Jill, you want, want to try this for your intro. Give me some ideas, people, in the, in the comments. Why don't you? And uh, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Anyway, go ahead, Yeah, Jeff. that'd be fun. Like, I like the thought of uh, having the community chime in, too. Because, yeah, people yes. who are new, they don't, they may find this because they look up kidney stones. They don't know right. who you are or what, really what this is. So we get new people right. in every episode. We never know if they've been here for, what are we up, 45 episodes already? Or maybe this is number one. Wow. So, yeah, whatever we can do right. to help and get people on their, on their path is good. So normally yeah. we have uh, call-in, we have questions, and we still have more in the backlog, but I wanted to change it up just a little bit, and I wanted to ask you a question. Oh, so God. This... If it's going to be hard, I'm <laughs> out of here. No, it's not going to be hard. You got this for sure. Um, but this is, this is for, for my knowledge. So I don't know. I like a cup of coffee in the morning, and uh-huh. um, I tend to go decaf, sort of keep the, the caffeine low, but... Lately, I've sort of rediscovered matcha, and I love uh-huh. like matcha and green tea, and it's just, it's really good. But I haven't had it in a long time. But I was just thinking now, we're grinding up. I'm not grinding it; it, it comes pre ground. But the the green tea leaves are ground up, ready to go in my drink. It's not steeping; it's my drink is the leaves. How does how does that play out? Because tea, I know, isn't the lowest in oxalate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. And I will join you in that. Luke, you better uh, get rid of your Timex. It ain't time to eat. <laughs> okay, just hold on. Jill. Oh, yeah, no problem. He's going to be dancing around, but you can still hear me, right? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, hold. so matcha. Okay, really, Luke? Really? <laughs> I mean, you know, we're doing a show, not that you care. There. <laughs> I love this. Now he'll fall asleep for the next 10 hours. All right, so. I mean, honestly, he's just that smart. He knows how to tell time. Uh-huh. This happens every day at about a quarter till four. Here it is. Wow. T- tippity toes all over. <laughs> okay. Matcha. I'll tell you what. So it was, and again, no one's asking me if I'm going to tell you a little story about matcha. She, they're like, oh, God. All he did was ask a question. Shut up. I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> so matcha. There was a couple of years ago when I would have to go downtown. I live in Chicago. I live in Hyde Park presently and i would have to go downtown and there was a coffee shop called intelligentsia Uh, i love that coffee shop and because what i was going downtown for i didn't love i would treat myself for a matcha tea now the matcha tea happens to have added sugar uh, but i would treat myself because i had very low added sugar in my diet as you can imagine and I'm going to tell you what, Jeff, oh, my goodness, is matcha tea delicious. Oh, yeah. Delicious. <laughs> and I would have the matcha latte. Mm-hmm. So I put some calcium in there, too. And the reason I did this is because, yeah, I don't know. Matcha hasn't been studied. But let me tell you what. A generic, you know, a, a study a while ago from the New, New England Journal Medicine uh, study green tea. Now what? There's 5,000 million varieties of green tea and whatever variety they studied, 
they said was low. So here's what I say. Everybody will come uh, to me and say, I haven't had tea since 1972. Don't worry about that, Jill. I don't care about tea. Hold on before you start steaming some leaves. Uh, That just means any drink you want, any drink, matcha, black, old Tom's, English breakfast, sleepy bear, whatever. Because people will pummel me with questions. What about this tea? What about this tea? What about, you think they've studied 1,000 teas? They (laughs) haven't and they're not going to. It's very expensive to study things for Oxley. Okay. And everybody gets a little different value. So it's hard to study as well. But tea and matcha. So for matcha or any kind of tea, I'm going to say have a true cup or two. Not Starbucks, where you need the person to help you bring it to your car is so big. That ain't a (laughs) cup of coffee, people. That's a gallon of coffee. Don't be doing that. A cup, like 1952 diner. Like, look at how precious and petite I am. (laughs) That, not this. Not that. A cup. So if you have a true cup or two of any kind of beverage, it doesn't matter. It's what we do every single day in huge amounts without any calcium and all the other elements of the kidney stone diet. So if you're enjoying matcha tea, I would say absolutely have it. Have a cup or two uh, and don't worry about it too much. And I would be careful if you get a hundred milligrams and we don't know really how much is in each of those cups and everybody will put different amounts of crush in there, you know? Uh, So again, there's no perfect solution. If Jeff has his cup, he may be getting a little bit more oxalate than if I did, because I may put less in there. I am putting milk in there. He may be, not be, whatever. So I would still watch my oxalate. You want to watch your oxalate for the whole day. Most people, after they get to their 100 goal, they're not getting more. If they get their 100 goal, they don't get more than 60 or 70. Because when you take away the highest foods, you don't really have to worry about it too much, honestly. So uh, I would say there's so many. Matcha is such a beautiful thing because uh, it's it's less caffeine, but you still get a little bippity boop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's a little bippity instead of cray. Uh, so I, I think it's a wonderful tea. It's just, it tastes delicious to me. So for everybody listening, if you'd like tea, please bring it back. My patients drink it in a cup or two. If the two scares you, have one. But if it's one of your favorite things, by all means, have it. Do not steep it as long. This is not for Jeff because he's not, because it's already, it's not in a bag. He's putting the powder in his cup. But if if you're worried about oxalate, a lot of people are like, yeah, Jill, I'd put that tea bag and it'd be two hours later. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got tea. Don't do that. The longer it steeps, the more concentrated the oxalate can be as well. If you want tea, do like our uh, people across uh, the ocean. Put a little milk in it. People in England will like to have a little milk in their tea. That's good, too. Or don't worry about it at all. Have a true cup or two a day. Don't steep it all day long and you'll be fine. Get your calcium every day. My pro- my patients don't have a problem once they go from 10 cups to two. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, so definitely. The matcha, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about the matcha. And even, and let me t- tell you about this, even though you didn't ask, there was a study done and you can go on my mentor site, Dr. Fred Coe, C-O-E. Uh, and he's a doctor at university of Chicago and he's 
like the granddaddy of kidney stone prevention. And again, like my mentor. And so we have an article on his site, uh, one that I did, and it's called A Thirst for Variety. So if you Google A Thirst for Variety and Jill, the University of Chicago website will pull up with a whole bunch of great studies. He's the scientist behind all the kidney stone stuff. So you could read all the kind of data you want. Uh, and that article will say studies have been done on things like coffee, tea. Now, don't fall out of your chair. Soda, diet soda, juice. Okay. And they have been shown that they decrease stone risk. What, you? Have you been drinking before this show? <laughs> Are you drunk? No, no, I'm not. You have to be careful when you read studies too. The study said it will decrease your stone risk, but only if you drink those things within moderation. Meaning, if you drink a glass of juice, if you drink, you know, less than eight ounces for juice. I don't like juice periods, too much sugar. End of story, that's me. But if you have a cup of coffee or two, if you have a diet soda or two, we all know I'm not going to advocate having soda. One soda is your daily allotment of added sugar. I'm just saying what the study says. Have a can of soda. Do not. I'm not saying that. The study said have all these things. Why did it reduce stone risk? Because it's just more fluid. That's all. It's when we drink lots of coffee, lots of these other things, that it could dehydrate us. The caffeine can dehydrate us. And of course, when we drink too much sugar, junk like, like soda and juices, uh, it can raise our urine calcium and that can be a problem. So when we, so a thirst for a variety means you can have a lot of different fluids. Water is best and all the other ones have within moderation. It will decrease your stone risk simply because you're drinking more. Does that make sense, Jeff? Oh yeah, absolutely. And you've mentioned in the past how some people will say like, oh, uh, like this much beer helps me pass the stone or helps right. me do this or that. But yeah, it's it's all the liquid, is the yes. actual fluids themselves. Yes, but wouldn't it be lovely if, if beer prevented disease or helped <laughs> disease process? Well, we'd all be drunk, I guess. I would. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's funny. It almost feels like uh, kombucha is, kombucha has that, um, sort of yeah. that, that vibe going with it because it is also yeah. fermented and it's a similar thing that can have some alcohol to it. But yeah, yeah, you wonder how beneficial maybe something like that actually is and how much is hype. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I have to say, and I'll get hate, but we all know I don't care because I'm old. I don't care about that silly stuff. <laughs> uh, most of it is hype, all that stuff. I, you know, there is, there's, there's great stuff on fermentation. I mean, I oh, yeah, believe sure. in that for sure. But, you know, do we notice these drinks are $27? I mean, come on, you know, I, I don't know. There's a lot of hype too with it. Mm -hmm. You get a little piece of data that says something's good then the next thing you know there's kombucha toilet paper saran wrap <laughs> plastic utensils and everyone's buying it look at gluten-free stuff mm -hmm. most people don't have celiac okay yet the whole world turned gluten-free because it then gets washed out in the community and people think it's just healthy meanwhile if you turn it around buster brown and look at your gluten-free product and everyone's like, ain't nobody talking about gluten. Well, I am, people. <laughs> Turn it around and you'll see in uh, a lot of gluten-free products, there's a lot more sugar and salt than those products. So uh, feel free, of course, to have them. They're not going to hurt you unless you're adding a lot more sugar and salt to your diet and not realizing it. All right. Yeah, I digress as sure. usual. Oh, <laughs> no, it's perfect. So I think that's a, a great place to wrap. So if you have a question for the next episode, 
Um, the voicemail number is 773-789-8763. And yeah, we'll feature your question. Promise I'm not going to take all the take all the moments to actually interact with Jill. But yeah, just reintroducing matcha recently, I was thinking, and I do like it with a splash of coconut milk. It's just nice over oh, ice, so you know. Good. And Do you have the hoozy? Um, have the boop? I don't have the fancy like whisk or anything. Oh, I just have a I'm little like milk right frother. Now, well, I'm going to tell you to really get that matcha for all the matcha people right in the comments. Are you using that little bamboo whisker thing? It makes a difference. Mm. At one point, I was getting a little bit too on my high horse. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go get me. Uh, I'm going to go to Amazon and get me a bamboo whisker. And I don't really know if it makes it better, but I felt better using it. Uh -huh. I'll tell you that. So I think it's true. I think it really does make a difference and really mixes it a lot better. So yeah, you might want to check that yeah, out makes, if you're into it. Yeah, it makes a, a ceremony of it. Yeah, I think we'll wrap exactly. right here. So thanks again, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time.